0: Hi folks, this is Jack Miller with APPA, welcome you to the Public Power X podcast where industry experts share the ways they are keeping public power safe, secure, and reliable. Today we have Craig Caldwell from Comscope and Chris Bailey from Wesco Annixter, who will be talking about a new tool from Comscope to aid network planners in determining the best solutions set for their FTTH projects. Craig, welcome to the podcast. Craig, can you go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself and what we're going to be talking about today?
1: Yes, thank you. Good morning, everyone. Uh, Craig Colwell here, uh, Director of Market Development for Comscope. I have uh, over 25 years in the industry, and uh, actually, as of last week, 22 years at Comscope. I started my telecom career at Pacific Bell in network operations. A few years later, pursued an opportunity with ADC, which now, through a series of acquisitions, I am with Comscope. I've had positions in sales, business development, solutions architect, and currently in strategy and market development for our broadband network segment. These positions have enabled me to work with multiple telcos, MSOs, and wireless carriers on solutions for both inside plant copper and fiber connectivity and cabling, and outside plant fiber solutions throughout the feeder, access, and premise network for multiple service types, including FTTH, HFC and wireless backhaul, including fronthaul for 4G and 5G. In particular, with Verizon and AT&T through the evolution of FTTH and wireless backhaul, which of course continue to evolve. I like to discuss today the often tricky subject of deployment techniques that service providers can leverage to drive efficiency in the rollout of FTTH networks. Whether for a dense urban, suburban or rural environments, to maximize profitability and improve the total cost of ownership, while at the same time improving speed of deployment. While urban and suburban deployments of FTTH are not new, the deployment of FTTH in rural environments is growing. Should the same architecture and topology solution sets be utilized in all these environments? To address these challenges, ComScope has developed the FTTH ePlanner tool to provide guidance, and direction through a decision tree process to aid network planners in determining the best architecture and topology product solution set for their FTTH projects. Thanks, Craig. Appreciate the
0: background there. Uh, So tell me, why is there such a large focus on rural deployments?
1: Rural deployments are a real focus area for all service providers these days, preparing to deliver reliable high-speed internet access across the more remote areas of America. Having a reliable high-speed internet to rural environments not only improves lifestyle for the people affected, but it can also have large impacts to industry and the operation of more remote businesses. For example, farming. As automation becomes more prevalent in the day-to-day operation of agricultural business, the need for reliable internet access becomes critical. Recently, the impact of COVID has changed the way people work. Working from home has become the new norm for many industries. And this has increased bandwidth requirements for residential locations. The increased bandwidth demand has really highlighted the current network constraints and has driven a large amount of focus on how to improve access technologies and how to improve fiber access to all. Further, the government has created multiple initiatives to encourage the build-out of rural areas with high-speed access technologies. RDOF being one example, and of course the Biden infrastructure plan is another. However, multiple subsidies and legislations exist. The challenge is going to be getting materials and labor to build the network.
0: So what factors should service providers be considering in rural deployments?
1: There are multiple technologies to choose from, from fixed wireless access, HFC, and FTTH. In past years, DSL technology was viable, but now it is not considered as an appropriate technology as it struggles to meet service requirements. There are pros and cons for all the options, power, access, utilization, but let's focus on FTTH for this discussion. A passive network, no power requirements, long life expectancy, and virtually limitless performance governed by the optics on each end. But of course, there are many challenges to a rural deployment, the biggest being low density of housing. Um, There's lots of space between each one of those houses. This results in higher ratio of equipment required per home, uh, typically reduced utilization of equipment, and as well as large civil works, challenges leveraging existing infrastructure, uh, potential limited access to power poles. On the positive side, the lack of installed infrastructure, gas, water, sewer, etc., means uh, less stuff in the ground, making trenching simpler. On optical power reach can also be a challenge. You may need to leverage lower split ratios to maximize network reach, freeing up the power budget. Interestingly, uh, another challenge is actually the drop length to the home. The actual physical distance between the distribution fiber terminal uh, that's providing that drop cable to the home. It may require additional civil works for the drop cable. Aerial drop cable options may require to add a pole. Trenching techniques such as direct trenching may need to be leveraged as well. And um, actually soil conditions can also be a factor. Urban environments often will have well-worked ground conditions, while rural developments may run into rocks or other obstacles. Another challenge, of course, is the return on investment. Fewer premises per linear mile mean reduced utilization of assets. Fortunately, federal funding is available to help offset costs and make the business case viable. The final challenge is labor restrictions. Availability of contracted labor, increased rates, less selection, or essentially less competition among contractors create a challenge to get that particular project completed. ComScope focuses on flexibility, scalability, and simplicity of network design and solutions to ease and speed the installation. So given all of those factors to consider, how can the
0: tool provide guidance and direction to address the challenges uh, with FTTH
1: deployments? I would suspect that a public power utility will have a mix of urban, suburban, and rural environments in which they may now be considering deploying FTTH. The FTTH ePlanner is an interactive guide that helps network engineers and consultants understand and navigate the multiple decisions that go into transforming their conceptual network vision into a working design. It takes you step-by-step through the major infrastructure decisions from the central office, Feeder and distribution network to inside the customer's home. Each section introduces you to key topologies, product types, and design considerations involved in building your network. Interactive decision trees guide you in configuring a customized broadband network design and understanding the product options to implement your strategy. The FTTHE Planner is a product of CommScope's 40 plus years of broadband network design and success. It includes the insights gained from our involvement with global standard bodies and field experience with service providers of all size.
0: Can you perhaps give us an example of the ePlanner's decision tree questions for the feeder and distribution
1: network? Sure, The, uh, the feeder network originates in the central office with higher count fiber cables that typically terminate in the outside plant at a fiber distribution hub or FDH located uh, within the neighborhood, or in the case of a multi-dwelling unit, possibly within the building itself. In a PON or FTTH architecture, the distribution network starts where the feeder network terminates at the FTH. Here, smaller count fiber cables connect to terminals located close to the individual home or groups of homes to be serviced. The FTTH ePlanner will guide you in determining the best feeder and distribution architecture and topology solution set for your application. There are many decisions to consider regarding the feeder and distribution network. A key decision tree question is whether to deploy centralized or distributed split architecture. The E-Planner provides information on the options. As an example, Splitting the PON signal coming from the Central Office for FTTH service delivery to individual homes can be done in one of two ways. Either first, a centralized or single-stage split, or second, a distributed two-stage split design. A centralized split strategy uses a single layer of splitters, typically 1 by 32. These splitters are fed by fibers exiting the optical line termination or PON ports in the CO. And split each fiber 32 ways to feed the homes. The splitter is typically connectorized and located in an FDH or spliced into an outside plant fiber optic splice closure. In a distributed split approach, the fiber from the OLT port in the CO is connected or spliced directly in the outside of the plant to the first level of splitters, typically a 1x4 or 1x8 splitter and that splitter located either in either an FDH or spliced into an outside plant fiber optic splice closure. The second level of splitters, one by four, or one by eight, which of course are fed by the first level splitters, are typically located in fiber drop terminals close to the customer premise. Within the distributed split architecture, there are several options, cascaded, fiber indexing, or optical tap. The FTTHE planner provides education on all these architecture options and a general comparison of labor and material costs for the alternatives. So it sounds like there are decisions to be made for the
0: terminals and drop cables.
1: Yes. Whether you select a centralized or distributed architecture, the fiber cables from the distribution network must be terminated before you can hand off service to the living units. This is typically done using multi-port service terminals, or MSTs. An MST provides an easy plug-and-play connectivity between the distribution network and the home. The ePlanner provides education on the two main types of MST, either standard connector terminals or hardened connector terminals. For standard connector terminals, the optical connectors or adapters and splices are inside the hardened terminal housing which must be reopened every time a new customer must be connected. The hardened connector terminals, however, use hardened adapters on the outside of the terminal and require no reopening of the housing when connecting new customers. The FTTH ePlanner will guide you in determining the best multi-port service terminal for your application. The drop cable is the final step in connecting the customer to the network. The ePlanner provides Simplified drop cable selection, as well. Network operators need to be prepared for all scenarios and have fiber drop solutions that can withstand the most demanding environmental conditions and mechanical stresses. Overall, the faster you can connect new customers, the lower your installation costs are, and the higher your return on investment. Many network providers are turning to equipment solutions that offer flexible plug-and-play architecture and connection schemes that minimize or even eliminate the need for fiber splicing in the field.
0: So what are the next steps for folks who want to learn more about and begin to utilize the
1: FTTH Planner? Now uh, that folks have a basic idea of the key decisions involved in designing your FTTH network, the next step is to begin translating your FTTH concept into a practical design. This is precisely what the FTTH Planner helps you do. Don't worry if you don't have a solid grasp on which options are best for your design. Comscope created the FTTH Planner to help you navigate and understand the broadband landscape. The FTTH Planner explains the pros and cons of each architecture strategy and topology solution set, providing helpful resources and product information along the way. It enables you to compare a range of architectures and topology solution sets. Once the FTTH Planner has guided you to the architecture and topology solution set that is right for you, you and the extended Comscope team can work together to generate the detailed bill of material based on your specific project requirements. To get started, contact your Comscope or Westco Annex or representative and request a consultation on utilizing the FTTH Planner. If you don't happen to know who that is, please reach out to me directly. Comscope is tri- striving to develop and apply the latest technology and innovations to continually challenge the norm and improve the way networks are built, maximizing return on investment to our customers while delivering network reliability and providing planning tools to simplify the network architecture decision process. Together, we can build a brighter, more connected future.
0: Next, we have Chris Bailey from Wesco Annixter, who's going to talk to us about how utilizing a supply chain solutions partner can help speed up your network deployments. Chris, welcome to the podcast. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself?
2: Thank you for allowing me to join today. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you're geographically located today. I'm Chris Bailey, the Director of Sales for Wesco Annixter. I have over 28 years of experience in industry with focusing on municipalities and cooperatives in the public power space, building fiber to the X, uh, SCADA, substation, backbone fiber networks. I have worked both on the manufacturing and distribution side, with distribution side being taking place over the last 20 years. Thanks so much, Chris. Can you tell
0: us some things that we should be considering when deciding on a supply chain partner?
2: Sure. Uh, The critical things when you're choosing a supply chain partner, as Craig had pointed out with the e-planner, is to make sure that they're a full-line distributor. And when I mentioned about a full-line distributor, a lot of these projects that uh, the municipalities and cooperatives are working on, they have their day-to-day business, which is the transmission, distribution, making sure they're keeping the lights on, the power going to the commercial and residential customers. So, you want to make sure that they have those capabilities to do both the public power side, along with the communication and then eventually also offer a wire solution, whether it be a small cell, LTE, or 5G. You want to also consider their industry position. Do they have the capabilities to dedicate inventory to your project? Uh, Can they store 90 to 120 day plus inventory for your project? And then also focus on biweekly and weekly calls with you. And then you want to also look at the buying power. Um, Can they leverage with suppliers both on the Uh, Transmission distribution side, along with the communication side. And then obviously, once you've gone through the e-planner, working with your engineering firm, and then focus on keeping your project on budget and help to reduce the lead times to hit milestones in your project. And you also want to look at what's your future capabilities. As I mentioned earlier, you know, we talk about transmission, distribution, communication, and wireless what kind of th- technology you want to look look at to make sure you limit the amount of upgrades that you need to put in your network to keep your um, network up and operational and forward thinking and forward looking? And then obviously, future-proofing your network would be the critical thing is, is you don't want to be swapping things out, moving things, taking, taking CapEx dollars to uh, upgrade that network. You want to deploy your systems for the next 10, 15, 20, or 30 years and beyond. So what makes Wesco to a leader in supply chain solutions? So what's this, what makes us a, a leader in this? And, you know, we're going through a very exciting time in our market. Uh, you know, things are going uh, with the funding that uh, Craig had mentioned with the infrastructure bill, the RDOF funding. It's very exciting times for the public power. So obviously what we do is, is we are a full line distributor. We have both the transmission di- distribution side. We have the communication networks in addition to um, the wireless piece. So we can do private LTE, 5G and small cell along those. Uh, We are not afraid to make those inventory investments. Uh, When we make those inventory investments, we work with your team, your engineering, Comscope, and we go go out and we talk about those particular bi-weekly weekly calls that we talked about earlier to make sure that we're hitting those milestones in your projects. We have anywhere from a 90 to 160 day inventory so that we have a hub and spoke model. So we'll have the hub and spoke model will be we will have a best local to branch serve model. That inventory there will be dedicated to your project. We will backfill that particular local branch to serve model from one of our D.C.'s. That way we have a constant flow of material and then by having those biweekly weekly calls, we can be able to enforce the inventory quality control and making sure we're hitting different milestones inside the project. <laughs> I know Wesco Annexter has
0: a lot of experience with network deployments. Uh, can you walk us through some of the typical things that you can do to streamline
2: those efforts? Sure, more than happy to. Um, obviously, uh, here at Wesco Annexter, uh, these particular public power projects, we have over 100 of those that we're currently managing, as I mentioned before, in the hub to spoke model, the best to branch, local branch to serve model, or if we're just the me too, where we're coming in and putting people on site to help manage the communication project, outside of your everyday t side. So we have expertise in the utility space. We're, we're fiber to the X ex expertise, whether you want to take that particular network and keep it internal and become a middle mile dark fiber, fiber provider partnering with an ISP to be able to deploy to your residential and commercial customers. We have the ability to kit and logistics for those your projects, along with inventory management. We have a specialized team across the country that we can utilize to to your network and able to make sure that we're utilizing utility broadband. And then obviously, like I said, we have existing pipeline of our projects. And then we also do demand generating marketing and e-commerce solutions. And expanding a little bit beyond that is, is that we have the ability to go into our network, our operating system and have give you visibility to shipments, invoices, packing slips, Along those lines, to be able to so you can track those particular shipments when they're going to come outside of the bi-weekly and weekly calls that I mentioned before. We also have an emergency response. So as you know, is we just came out of hurricane season yesterday, um, and when we're doing that, is we have to you know take care of those particular needs to get your system up and running. So we have a vast network of, of distribution centers that we can look at transmission and distribution, communication product products and wireless products to keep that up and running. The first critical need is obviously getting your transmission and distribution power com- companies and, and customers back up and running. So we'll, we'll work with our suppliers like ComScope. We'll work with our vast network and we'll be able to go out and look at where we can get those supplies back to you to get your power up and network up and operational. Take the ComScope material for your communication networks and your wireless. Appreciate that, Chris. It sounds like Wesco has a
0: a wide variety of of capabilities when it comes to helping utilities with supply chain solutions. Um, Thanks so much to both of you guys, Craig and Chris, for joining us today uh, to discuss the ComScope ePlanner tool as well as um, working with experienced supply chain partners like Wesco and Exter. Uh, For folks listening in, if you want more information or you want to download the ePlanner, check out the link in the description. We'll have all the information you need to, to access it there. Thanks as always for tuning into the podcast. Don't forget to follow or subscribe and perhaps send this to a friend who might be interested. We look forward to seeing you next time. Take care.